Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Church Militant would like the following clarification to be made. They want everybody to know that Concept Productions, that weird dark money entity that no one really knows about, was dissolved in 2017. What you're looking at right now is a timeline of Concept Productions. Concept Productions is a colloquial term because, like so many things in the orbit of Michael Voris, it is fluid what you should call a thing or what its nature is. Concept Communications LLC was formed in 1997. According to EMJ's book, E. Michael Jones's book about Michael Voris, he co-founded this entity with the man that you see in the bottom left, John Fitzgerald Mola, who is still alive and married to a man named Roy Sexton. Michael Voris and John Mola immediately produced a VHS called Double Trouble, and they registered it with the U.S. Copyright Office. U.S. Copyright Office registered Double Trouble, immediately produces. Now, we're talking about within days. So you establish an LLC, which is a for-profit corporation, and then you produce something called Double Trouble, register it, and presumably you commercially exploit it. Now, we know from Michael Voris's own timeline that he continues to refine as people continue to come forward and make credible accusations about the veracity of that timeline, that in 1997, he wasn't exactly living a Catholic life. According to E. Michael Jones, he and Mola were gay lovers at the time. We don't know what double trouble was. We don't know what it is. As I told you in my last video, Church Militant has provided three different possible answers for what it could be, claiming it's simultaneously a heist comedy film from the 90s, also that it's marriage advice, marriage advice given by two gay men in 1997, and that it is a feature news production because news is distributed via VHS uh, in the late 90s, and it's the only thing that Forrest has ever Copyrighted. Okay. Concept Communications is formed for the specific purpose of creating double trouble. 
We don't know if it was commercially exploited. And if it was, we don't know how much money it made. Do you know why we don't know any of that? Because this is a private entity that Voris ran for years and years, 98, 99, 2000, 2001. In 2002, he changed the name. It became Concept Productions. Some timelines of his life online say that he was still living the alphabet lifestyle in 2002. We don't exactly know why he changed the name from Concept Communications to Concept Productions, but let's move forward in time nonetheless. 2003, still commercially exploiting assets of Concept. 2004, still running Concept. 2005, still running Concept. 2006, still running Concept. According to E. Michael Jones's book, around 2006 or 2007 is when Voris started raising money for an internet distribution business for Real Catholic TV. Somewhere in that time frame, he may or may not have signed an agreement with somebody who gave him money to produce content for Real Catholic TV. Curiously, three years later in 2010, Concept Productions did another name change, another reinvention, another new identity assumed. It becomes Real Catholic TV. So Concept Communications, LLC, which later became Concept Productions, is now known as Real Catholic TV in 2010. These are all according to documents that appear to have been filed with the state of Michigan. These documents appear to be accurate to me. So I have documents from the state of Michigan for Concept Communications. It's name changed to Concept Productions. It's name changed to Real Catholic TV. And then in 2015, it did another name change, another reinvention. We're reinventing ourselves again, and we're going to call this entity Church Militant. Now, recall, ladies and gentlemen, recall that in my fight with Church Militant, I have asked for all financial statements for any for-profit entities associated with or affiliated with Church Militant slash St. Michael's Media. The name of their 501c3 is called St. Michael's Media. If you are to make a donation to Church Militant, what you colloquially call Church Militant, you write your check to St. Michael's Media. That is the 501c3, which gives you the tax write-off if you were to donate to St. Michael's Media. Their attorney has written back to me in writing saying that there are no for-profit entities affiliated with St. Michael's Media. And yet, ladies and gentlemen, we have this entity, Concept Productions, which did a name change, a legal name change in the state of Michigan in 2015, calling itself Church Militant. So, If concept isn't church militant, then what is church militant? That's the first question that I have to ask. What what, what is church militant? Does church militant even exist? Who owns the logos and the trademarks and the the branding of church militant? Is it all just owned by St. Michael's Media? Did all of the assets of concept, when you dissolve them in 17, and we're going to get there, roll into St. Michael's Media a 501c3 not-for-profit entity. 
2016, the Bombshell book came out by EMJ. You know a little bit about it because I've told you about it. Copies are still available at fidelitypress.org. Dr. Jones ruthlessly and diligently tells us about what happened contemporaneously in the, the fateful year of 2016 in March and April when Voris had to come out of the closet and make a partial admission about his lifestyle. I say partial admission because, again, it appears to be a moving goalpost. It changes uh, every other week, sort of like how some people's genders and orientations change every other week. It The story has changed more often than the name change of this dark money entity, Concept Communications, LLC, which became Concept Productions, which became Real Catholic TV, which became Church Militant. But the thing that Church Militant wants you to focus on is that they quickly resolved, dissolved this entity. They dissolved Concept just a year after being exposed by EMJ. So we have 20 years of financials that we don't get to have that we don't get to see we have an we have a we have a do we have an operating agreement do we have articles of incorporation do we have tax returns do we have an ownership structure at at what point was this was it a 50-50 deal between John Fitzgerald Mola and Gary Michael Voris was it a 60-40 deal was it a 70-30 deal did Mola hang on to an ownership stake in concept or did Voris buy him out? When Voris bought him out, did he silence his former partner? And I say that as a business sense. Well, you know what I mean. We don't know the answers to these questions, but what we do know is that for 20 years, cash was flowing in between concept and St. Michael's Media. The reason for that is because concept is church militant. So church militant wants you to focus on the fact that they dissolve this entity in 2017. But what you really need to focus on is why it was founded in the first place. Look at the foundational stone. Look at 1997 within days of each other. You found the LLC and you immediately assign it an asset. And that asset is some media production, which we know as Double Trouble. It is officially registered with the U.S. Copyright Office. It's called Double Trouble. Voris is a copyright holder. Mola is a copyright holder. Double Trouble is described merely as a VHS cassette tape. That's all we know that it is. But what we do know is that within days of founding the LLC, Double Trouble was registered to this entity. Now, the question that I have of you, ladies and gentlemen, thinking sentient folks out there, if you start an LLC and then and it's a media company, and immediately the very first project that you register to that company and the sole project that you register to that company is some VHS called Double Trouble. How are we to escape the assumption that Concept Communications 
LLC, later Concept Productions, later Real Catholic TV, later Church Militant, was not founded exclusively and explicitly for the sole purpose, it's raison d'etre, to make double trouble. Double trouble is the foundational stone, it looks like, of Church Militant. Double trouble is their foundation. It is the core of who they are. It is the one thing that they don't want you knowing about. And in order to obscure the truth from you, they dissolved the 20-year entity, which was called Church Militant, in 2017 after Dr. E. Michael Jones and his intrepid reporting exposed the existence of the entity. Now, I have demanded a copy of Double Trouble in Discovery. As one of you is asking, Alan, you're asking it. Yes, I have demanded a copy of Double Trouble. The first response to my demand was that it didn't exist. The second response was that it's a comedy heist film. The third response is, well, we're going to check with our client and see what they actually say. On Twitter in 2020, Church Militant said that anyone who says that it's not a feature news piece is a liar, but then just two years later, they changed the story. So are they lying? Are they the liars now when they say that, oh no, it's not a feature news piece. It's actually marriage advice with a therapist. I would like to know the name of the therapist who was involved in the project. I would like to know the credentials of the therapist and contact information for this so-called therapist. Or better yet, just produce a copy. Yes, I have asked for a copy of Double Trouble. I don't have high confidence that Gary Michael Forrest is going to give me a true copy of Double Trouble. I hope to obtain one through other means. But Double Trouble is the foundational stone. Double Trouble is the starting point of church militant. Double trouble is maybe the most important thing in this entire puzzle piece because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, we don't know what it is, but if it is what it sounds like, if it is what it appears to be, those things, if well done back in the late nineties and distributed properly could have made a fortune, a boatload. Somebody on Twitter today posted that, Gary Michael Voris's net worth is in the millions. I don't know if that's true, but let's suppose for a moment that it is true, that somebody was able to verify what his net worth is. Ladies and gentlemen, for the last 20 years, this man has been a grifter. He has been grifting off of a 501c3. He has been living off of your donations. He pretends to be cleaning up the church when in the last several years, all he's really done is make a mess of things by attacking traditionalists. He turned on Michael Matt. He turned on Taylor Marshall. He turned on uh, E. Michael Jones. He turned on John Henry Weston. He turned on LifeSite. He turned on Remnant. The list goes on and on and on of the people that he has betrayed because that is his personality type, the perpetual betrayer. So my question is as follows. Number one, Gary Michael Voris, come clean. What is Double Trouble? Number two, how much money did you make on Double Trouble? What was the budget of the production? How much did you sell it for? How many copies did you sell? How was it distributed? Can you provide a true copy? Where can a true copy be found? 
Number three, why so many name changes? Why so many reinventions? Do the name changes coincide with the reinvention of yourself? Does concept communications, which became concept productions, which became real Catholic TV, does that coincide with your reversion to the Catholic faith? Your forsaking of the alphabet lifestyle? Number four, where did the assets go? Listen, when you dissolve an LLC, somebody takes over the assets. There had to have been a bank account associated with Concept. Where did the cash in the bank go? There had to have been equipment owned by Concept. We know this from E. Michael Jones's book because Gary Michael Voris wasn't exactly very accurate when he was moving assets in between the two entities. Certain members of his boards of directors referred to what he was doing as fraud. That's apparently in the emails that E. Michael Jones has obtained and published in his book that you can find on fidelitypress.org. So everybody back in 16 knew about concept. Everybody, all the stakeholders, the boards of directors, Christine Niles, everyone knew about concept. And yet they allow their attorney to convey to me in 2022 that there never was concept. There never was a for-profit entity. There's nothing to see here. There's only St. Michael's Media. So the question is, did St. Michael's Media inherit the assets and the intellectual property of concept? And if that's true, ladies and gentlemen, then it's also true that today's church militant, as you know them, which is really just St. Michael's Media, apparently, 501c3, today's not-for-profit 501c3 church militant is the true owner and inheritor of whatever Double Trouble is, whatever assets it created, whatever revenue was exploited from Double Trouble. Dr. E. Michael Jones, when he wrote his book in 16, didn't appear to know about Double Trouble, although he did know about concept. The name changes of concept do coincide, appear to coincide with anyway, Michael's reinvention of himself. From Gary the Fairy, which apparently was his high school name, to the macho, cleaner of the church, Michael the Mighty Voris, when he invented real Catholic TV and used concept, apparently, to deliver content to the true owner of Church Militant at the time. But that's for another video. I ask you to please, if you have any ability to reach Michael Voris, ask him. Ask him what Double Trouble is. Because again, I do not have any confidence that even when compelled by the court of law, that Gary the Ferry is going to turn over whatever Double Trouble actually is. I wouldn't put it past him to submit a fake piece of content, passing it off as supposedly Double Trouble. So what we need to do is we need to fan out. We need to obtain a copy of Double Trouble. We need to find it for ourselves. And we need to expose what it is. But all of these questions need to be answered. Why the name changes? Wasn't concept formed ex specifically for Double Trouble? Is Double Trouble the K 
key, the linchpin to understanding church militant. Is double trouble the capstone project? Is it is it the thing that kicked all of this off? Is it the one dirty little secret that lies at the heart of church militant? Now, in, in my prior video, I asked some other important questions too, which we still need answers to. What was the function of concept productions for all these years? 20 years. What was the relationship between concept productions and church militant? What was the relationship between concept and St. Michael's Media? How much money was transferred between the 501c3 and the for-profit entity? I've requested some answers to these things. And Church Militant appears to be doing everything they can to avoid answering these questions. I told you that they have thousands of pages of discovery on me. They have my tax returns. They have my uh, my mortgage statements. They have my home closing documents, purchase documents. They have my text messages, my work emails. They have my military records, my certifications, my clearance. They have my work products, my pitch documents, my operating agreement. They have everything about me. The one smoking gun that they've come up with is that I said I would hire a CPA and I did hire a CPA. That's their one smoking gun. And yet they've been hesitant to turn over much in the way of discovery. I've had to ask the court to compel them to do so. And it was only after asking the court to compel them that things are starting to shake loose. But what we don't know is why they continue to lie about the nature of double trouble and the nature of concept. It seems like there's something rotten to the core here. And we really need to get to the bottom of this because just like anyone who constantly reinvents himself and wants you to forget about the past. Meanwhile, he's holding everyone's pasts over their heads. Fair is fair, Gary. Fair is fair. If you're going to dig into the past lives of priests and bishops, and you're going to hold things over people's heads, and you're going to start to weaponize your little platform to do the same to even private people, private fathers of families, lay Catholics, then whatever's good for the goose is good for the gander. So it's time for you to come clean. What is double trouble? Who is John F. Mola? What was your relationship to him? How did you guys exploit double trouble? When did Mola exit concept? Why was concept called church militant? And why are you lying about the nature of concept and the nature of double trouble? These are, these are easy questions that you could answer in five minutes. You could turn on your camera, Gary, and answer these questions in five minutes. Why won't you do it?